Good evening, guys. Welcome to the latest episode of the Alpha Elite podcast. Um, today's podcast has come from a suggestion again via a private message. Um, so we've had a message which has asked us to discuss the subject of uh, dealing with uh, breakups and bad breakups, really, which is something that everyone is probably going to experience once, twice, maybe a couple of times for their lifetime. Um, doing a little bit of research before the show, um, having a look online, different forums and stuff, I actually found it was quite a popular subject for for guys um, predominantly to be to be talking about at the moment. There seems to be a a bit of a lack of information, or they're not quite sure how to deal with things. Um, and so I thought it'd be a good subject for us to talk about. We're all three individuals here. We're all three very different age ranges. Um, so I thought it'd be good to get our kind of take on like our experience of dealing with a breakup, how we've managed it, how we'd be able to bounce back and, and carry on with our lives and stuff. So who wants to lead? Anyone want to start? Ooh, I reckon Josh. <laughs> Me? Oh, yeah. God. We spoke about it before, didn't we? Yeah. Like what, what we would do and like what we have done and what maybe could be the right thing. I think when you get onto yours, your recent one is probably like the way it should be dealt with it really but I don't know my last break a couple of years ago now and I don't think I necessarily dealt with it in the in like the the right way probably just how everyone else sort of deals with things it's usually not all the time but I suppose it depends on how you part ways yeah whether it's fire or whether it's quite amicable um mine was, I don't know mine was pretty fiery you sort of have and then it was COVID as well I think I think I split up with my ex-partner in like the January and then it was COVID in the March and I was prepping as well. So I was like, went from splitting up in the January um, and I was fine. I was focused on prep and nothing else came into my mind and then COVID happened and then I was like, boom, like everything just sort of hit and yeah, it was depressing and you, I suppose you kind of have regrets and you wish that um, you could have the the person back and you suppose you go back there and you talk and you mull things over and everything. But um, I think one of you said it earlier, like time, time genuinely, you see it all the time, but time heals everything. Like right now, I'm not bothered about that relationship anymore. I learned, I built, I matured. And I was like, why the fuck did I even try and chase? Because you, you sort of, I don't know, you try and get over it some way but I don't know how do you deal with a breakup what should you do most people get upset I don't know go out drink I always try and people tend to do things everything other than think about the the breakup girls tend to flood themselves with other girls who are going to give them all the affirmation and you're better than this you can do this and guys will get around other guys and like come on we'll take you out we'll go out We'll surround ourselves with other people and we'll try and take your mind off things. But ultimately, like, at the end of it, at the end of the night, you're potentially coming home to an empty bed, empty house. Um, so what, how are you supposed to sort of deal with that? I think what you said, like, is, is very prominent. It's okay to be upset. Mm. It is okay to be upset. If, if you've been with someone, you've, you've been uh, vulnerable with that person, you've shared experiences with that person, and that relationship has come to an end. It's okay to be upset you're going to be upset. You know, something that you've invested time and energy and feelings into mm -hmm. has come to an end. So yeah, that's the, I think that's the first thing that people need to do. Be upset. 
deal with it, get it out there. Mm. Um, you're not going to be able to move on unless you can go through the processes. And one of the processes is to be upset, to kind of go through a grieving mm. process. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I think a lot of people are frightened to do that, to actually say, oh, you know, I'm caught up about this. Because you think your mates are going to go, oh, you're fucking funny. Yeah. Well, they're not your mates if that's what you think. Because they, if they're mates, they're going to want the best for you. They're going to understand where you're coming from. Um, so, yeah, it's okay to be upset. And it's okay to say, oh, I'm a bit gutted about this. I'm feeling a bit down. I'm feeling a bit depressed. You know, it's kind of invested this time into this person. It's not quite worked out. So you're absolutely right. I think that's the first thing that people need to do, really. Be upset. Process it in your own way. Yeah. Then you can then set yourself up to move forward. Yeah, I think if you can't... As you said, you'd be upset. I think if you go straight into trying to hide away from it, it's going to catch up to you eventually. And if you've not dealt with it then, then you will eventually have to deal with it. So, yeah, have that that time away from people if you want to. <clears throat> But have that time away to, to to grieve, to process, to understand, to see how your feelings are going to play out and test that sort of time theory. But yeah, have some sort of focus in the background as well. Like some people do shut themselves away for a while. Normal is what it is. Some people deal with it that way. Some people shut down. Some people surround themselves with friends. Um, but definitely allow allow yourself to have that time period. I think if you just go into, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm going to get back into work and get back into the gym, eventually you'll probably see that person suffer and crumble because they're just, um, they bottle all the emotions and all the feelings yeah. up. And I think that just manifests more feelings and more emotions. An unresolved issue is going to resurface. Is, is basically the end. And usually yeah. worse as well. Yeah. So deal with it. Like, not deal with it, not like man up, but like process. In, in your own way. Yeah. Whatever find, it takes, you need to do, process it. Begin that like journey of closure, if you will. Find it. Do you know what I mean? I think people go through the the stages of um, was it right? Should we be together? Can we make it work? And I think you've just got to tick off those boxes. And if it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. It's not that time. Um, but yeah, have that. I think it's important to have that time that like you said. Definitely important. Go on, Bryn. Right. Brin is in the Personally, house. I think, fuck them. Get in the fucking gym. Swole is the goal. Size is the prize. Guys. Here we go. No, but I think uh, a good point that you made was sort of, you know, if it, if it is that it's come to an end, um, you know, and you have gone your separate ways for whatever reason, they've made the choice, you've made the choice, or even amicably, I think after it all, you know, you, you'll both sort of take you know, a grieving point. Some people will deal with it in different ways, guys, girls. Um, but I think, you know, when you take that time, a couple of months or, or whatever, it definitely changes with age anyway. You know, the younger the person, well, they're just onto the next person, you know. That relationship necessarily didn't mean that much, you know. Yeah. Is it even classed as a relationship sort of thing? You know, you're just dating or courting or however you want to refer to it as. Uh, but I think if you have been in a relationship, you know, you've sort of shared, you know, like you said, vulnerable moments. You've you've you know been away on holiday together. You know mm -hmm. something that you could class as a we were together that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I, I think yeah, take a you know couple of months break. In that time, you'll probably reflect on the relationship. What did I do wrong? What did she do wrong? Or vice versa. Um, you know, were the red flags? Were the green flags? 
and then at the end of it, you know, potentially you do get back together, you don't get back together, you know, you make that choice further down the line. You could have just needed space. You know, everyone has different issues, yeah, yeah. don't they? You know, um, but I think as soon as you've processed all that, you know, you, you either know that that person is right or wasn't right for you, or, you know, you grow from that experience and then yeah. you then take that into your next potential relationship and hopefully, you, you know, that is your last relationship, you know, you, other than something really bad happens. Uh, but yeah, personally, I, I think that's the best way to deal with it. Just, just sort of, you know, sort of hunker down a little bit, you know, get into things that make you happy. Mm. You know, like, like I say, I always use gym as a reference because a lot of people use the gym as a reference for mental health, mm. you know, fitness, yeah. you know, it's something for them to focus on, you know, but it doesn't have to be the gym. It could just be something as simple as, you know, I've got a, a busy work schedule, you know, and potentially that was what was getting in the way with this people, yeah. uh, this, sorry, this person that I was with. And now, do you know what? I'm just going to take time for myself. I'm going to go on walks. I'm going to go on adventures. I'm going to go on, you know, different days out with friends that I don't normally spend time with, you know. And, and if you reflect on that, and and that's maybe the problem, then then you change that in your next relationship. Um, yeah. I think definitely, I I would use my experience as one. Uh, um, when I was married, um, was kids. Kids is a massive one. Kids, like, love them to death, but they. Fuck your time up so much, you know. I, I didn't go on, I didn't go on on you know time out with with my partner for the best part of three years. You know, just didn't have the time. Had yeah. no one to have the kids. Had no one to, you know, take that responsibility off me just for the night. So I could just go right with this person. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend this time with this person. They're gonna spend time with me, and we're just gonna have general chit chat and enjoy each other. Yeah. You know, if you can't do that, you know, eventually two people are gonna resent each other. When actually the, all that's happened is is something's been introduced into your life that, you know, has has created this this animosity in a way. You know, the kids are lovely. You know, the you know they're amazing to be there, but they create this, you know, this this time that you haven't got anymore. You know, they yeah. they create this absence between you, um, and I think that sometimes is a massive issue, especially for like you, your older generations, you know, you, you haven't got that time anymore. Um, but your younger generations, I think, you know, value that time more, you know, whether it's going out together, whether it's drinking and all that stuff, or whatever you want to do. I think as long as you make that time, it's great. Yeah. But I think I've definitely learned now from that past experience and that ex-partner, I've definitely looked at our, our thing and thought, well, we never had any time together. As much as we enjoyed each mm -hmm. other and as much as we enjoyed each other's lives, we never actually had any time together that wasn't around kids. Mm -hmm. You know, so we were never really you we were, were never really taking a couple. time off. You were parents. Yeah, you we were parents, couple. we weren't a couple. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's it's such a shame when I look at it, that's that's definitely eighty percent of our problems. But as you said, you're gonna take that into another relationship. Potentially, and yeah. Work on it. Yeah, you know what I mean, you got to work yeah. on it. I think every relationship, as you said, you take away something. Like once you've got your closure, once you've got everything and figured out what you want, take something away from it. Like learn, grow, adapt. Yeah. Like yeah. If, if if it's a you issue, learn from it and grow. If if it's just an incompatibility, then find someone that's more compatible. I think every I think someone who's had a lot of relationships or serious relationships kind of knows more of what they want. Yeah, someone who's flitted and flattered and hasn't had a serious mm. relationship, probably doesn't quite know what they want. Like people search and search. Mm. But one thing 
I will say about when you break up, not that I'm, not that I can say I did it, but cut contact where you can. Like, <clears throat> if you've got financial commitments, you've got houses, you're actually married, you've got kids, obviously it's it's more difficult. But if you can, don't contact each other. If you're like, look, we're breaking up, or if you decide to go on a break, have that break. That means break from chatting to each other because yeah. keeping that dialogue alive is keeping the emotions alive. So if you cut contact for two, three months or whatever you deem as a suitable amount of time, and after that you come back to each other and everything's still there, maybe there's something there to keep. If it's not, and one or both of you have pissed off with fucking lady lover, then maybe it wasn't that serious and it wasn't meant to be. So I think con contact, like cutting that contact after a breakup yeah. is like a massive thing to allow one or both of you to kind of move forwards. You kind of tend to be like you're either holding each other back or one of you is holding the other one back by yeah. keeping if them around. If there's contact there, there's still feelings from one party yeah. and that's what it is. And so you're potentially giving someone false hope. Mm. Whereas if you've made a decision that you're going to part ways, then you need to part, remove each other yeah, from each other's ways. lives. Yeah, yeah, proper part ways and go your separate paths. If you pass cross at a later date in the future, then that do. may happen, but to keep that contact can make it very difficult to move on mm. and then if you do move on and you, you meet someone else how do you explain that you're still in contact with your ex your yeah. ex partner you know would would that you find yeah. that acceptable if your new partner was if where there's kids involved is like say it's slightly different because there's got to be that there's got to be that contact there but it's about being adult and yeah you know, not giving yeah. false hope yeah yeah there's still a line in there Mm. Definitely, even yeah. the, even if you have. I think we had we had a discussion about it. Some we were talking yeah. in general about it, and I was like, you know, it's you, you you've got to draw that line, and it's got to be okay. Well, if we need to speak to somebody, it's going to be about this and everything else. I don't really need to talk to them about. Mm. Yeah, I think I think we both said as well. Um, you know, probably the easiest way to look at, it, but it is a cold way to look at. It, is think of it as more as a as a as a business transaction. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is what's happening. Solid, black and white. There you go. Is that is that what you're agreeing to? Yes, sign. We don't necessarily sign, but you, you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, that's probably the best way to look at it. But going back to what you've just said, um, you know, with with the whole sort of looking at stuff and you know taking it into re new relationships, I think the easiest way to look at it is if you're going to do the same stuff, don't expect different results. Mm. It's it's just that simple. If you're going to come in, you know, with your and and that's not to say that you know. I mainly see it in women. That's not me being sexist. It's it's more that they're more emotional than most men that I know. You know, unless they lock the feelings in and stuff like that. But women are more emotional. Men are more or sort of more logical physical, and yeah. physical. Yeah. Um, and I think with a lot of women, they they carry sort of their their um, emotional baggage. emotional yeah, yeah emotional baggage as it were into a new relationship. And then this new guy that potentially has broken himself down, built himself back up into growth, uh, you, you know, and becomes as this new person, you know, they've got to deal with that. And I think a lot of the time that's just got to do with the fact that these people haven't taken that time. Just gonna, yeah. Don't want to be on their own yeah. for whatever reason, you know, yeah. it's, it, it's not, it's not necessarily a bad thing, you know, potentially people need people in their lives, you know, they need, I wouldn't even say it's down to validation and stuff like that. It's just, they need someone there. It doesn't yeah. matter who it is, you know, you hear about rebounds all the time. It doesn't matter who they are, what they offer, anything like that. I just need someone there. And then potentially if I split up with them after a few months, that's okay. Because then yeah. I'll be all right. Then I'll be over that situation. Yeah. I, think, um, 
I think I think we spoke about this a while back. We said you should never need a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. A relationship. Need, yeah. It, not a nice to have. You shouldn't need not, someone. You shouldn't need you shouldn't someone. Need someone. You yeah. shouldn't want to be with that person. Yeah, That's like, the way it should be. Like it shouldn't Yeah, what you were just saying, like, if you've rushed into a relationship, whether you're a man or a woman, and you haven't gotten over your previous relationship, you haven't got that closure, you're probably gonna be bringing some shit with you that could be avoided. Like there's loads of people that have got into relationships that I know and they've not worked out because they've one or both of them has carried something in from a previous relationship. Yeah, yeah. That that other person is like, these are too many red flags at the beginning. Um, not saying it can't work, but yeah, you have got a process, you have got to deal with it, which is why it's important to have that process in time and not jump back into bed. Mm. Like if you're if you're gonna deal with it in that way and you're gonna leave someone and do you know what I mean? Go and have some fun. Have some fun or go and start sleeping with someone, that's fine, but understand that it could turn serious and it could work out, but don't be rushing into, I've just jumped out of a relationship, I start sleeping with someone, I start feeling, but you're in a you're in a very unbalanced emotional state because you've just finished with a relationship. So you're potentially just gonna go, and you're gonna like latch onto this person. It's diverting attention yes. and emotions onto something else, yeah. rather than dealing with it, and think actually, yeah. do you know what? I need to deal with this. I've got feelings for this yeah. person. I'm hurt. I'm upset. Yeah. What they do is they go, I'm going to deflect. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to put my my emotional and my feelings and everything on someone else and focus on them. Well, you're not dealing with anything yourself then. Yeah. You know, and you see a lot, and that's you see a lot, especially like social media is very prevalent. Like people go from relationship to relationship. You think, God, they were with this person the other month, and now they're with this person. This mm -hmm. Well, that's why, because they're not really dealing with their issues. Yeah. I've, they're not resolving them. I've known people that, I, I think you just said it then, like, go from relationship to relationship, and, like, they don't work. No. I, I think one of, some guy I know, ages ago, he split up with a girl, and then he was with another girl, like, like instantly. Like, there was no, there was yeah, no, but, yeah. There was no gap. But it's, I don't the deflection, that is. It's just deflecting. Yeah. But or or the relationship meant nothing. Yeah, you know, and yeah. it is just it is just a transaction. Fun, yeah, fun, but yeah. tied into oh, what time are you coming around tonight? You know, yeah. a How little bit you? of commitment, tiny bit of commitment. Yeah, um, it's like that can't work. I think, no. I think if you're if you're that, but if you're going to jump and jump, you you may never be happy. Like mm. you could search for perfection, but you're probably never going to find it. But then you see these people that they do take that time out. They take a year out, two years out, and they're single for a while and they work on themselves. They have that personal growth and that self-appreciation period. And then they don't need a relationship, but they're like, I think that right I'm ready person. now. Yeah. And then they begin it in a better way and they start it, they start a relationship with someone because they want to. Um, and they, you know what I mean? They, they may yeah, work I think better. We've said that, I, th I think we've spoke as well before. I, I, I just remember back where um, sort of single life as well, um, you know, it's all, all well and good having a bit of fun as long as their, their game, your game, that sort mm -hmm. of thing, if that's what you're into. But um, especially I remember us talking that like, um, if, if sort of, you know, you, you, you meet a girl, for example, and, and you go out and you date and whatever, I don't know, it goes anywhere from say two to two weeks to two months. And it doesn't work out, you know, you, you're just like, oh, you know, this isn't for me, blah, 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 thank you, all this stuff. Um, I think there's nothing better than, than potentially, you know, you end up getting with somebody for real, you end up starting a relationship and they either know each other 
or they know someone that knows someone because like say if you're all dating in the same city someone's going to know someone yeah, yeah. um i don't think anything's nicer than that person knowing another person they've asked about you or whatever or the word around you is yeah, he's actually a really nice guy yeah we went on a few dates you know it didn't didn't come to anything, you know, we're all adults, whatever happened, we slept together once or anything like that, uh, but yeah, he's actually a really nice guy, I don't, I don't think anything says about you, you know what I mean, better than that, you know, for someone to say that about you, especially not having to speak about you in that way if they don't want to, they're genuinely giving their honest opinion about yeah. you, it's, yeah, he's actually a really nice guy. I don't think people that jump into bed with each other all the time, they actually value their own reputation. Yeah. And I'm, that doesn't mean that you have to have a good reputation yeah. in life. You know, people be whatever they want, but I just think have a little bit of, have a little bit of respect for yourself. You know, not everyone should see what this person, potentially your ex has seen. Not everyone wants to see you dick pics or whatever or if that's what you're into or do you know, get what I mean but, cool. whatever <laughs> but it's like I feel if you move from one to the next every one should be the last one if that makes sense mm -hmm. do you know what I mean because it, that person should that you're with should feel like okay you know I'm not going to acknowledge that he's been with other people before but what I do know is when they, when he was with them person that that was the only person. Mm. So whatever I'm experiencing now is sort of just for me because yeah. for now he's with me, um, you know, so as long as this goes on, this is going to, you know, if you want to speak of it as a transaction, then a transaction. But for now, I'm the only one buying and he's yeah. the only one selling, yeah. you know, it's that sort a, of thing. It's quite a rare quality to find though. There's a lot of people oh, that, definitely. Don't, that don't do that these yeah. days and, you know, I, th I think again, it's it's social media and and that kind of thing. People are a little bit more accessible than they used to be. People don't have to put in the hard work in order to get someone's attention. So write letters anymore and put stamps on them. And no, exactly. Yeah. Or actually putting the the about getting yourself all dressed up and going out on a night yeah. out and like face to face engaging in, con in conversation yeah, with someone. People. Yeah. Um, and you know there are there are people out there, guys and girls, and this on that like to have numerous people on the go at the same time because they're getting the affirmation that they want. Um, you know, but I think if you know if if people are honest, it's very it's very difficult for you. At the end of the day, when a relationship breaks down, whether it's two weeks, two months, two years, there's going to be hard feelings, and it's going to be very hard for someone. One person, it's very rare that both people will agree. Oh, this is not working. It tends to be one person that's thinking, oh, this is not working out, or this is not what I want, or it's not going the way that I want, or whatever. So someone's going to get hurt. So it's going to be quite difficult to get into that situation where you're going to break up and that person's going, yeah, we broke up, but he's a good guy. He is this and the other. It's very rare that's going to happen. Very, very rare. I mean, like, I, I don't believe that because someone's going to get hurt. If you start to spend time with someone and you're only seen spending time with that one, then feelings are going to come into it. And then when feelings get hurt, that's when people can, can obviously... Turn sour. Turn sour, yeah. Mm. The milk turns sour. Soy milk. <laughs> <laughs> Man bun. <laughs> so I re so I recently had to deal with like a, a quite a bad breakup, and obviously I'm going to talk quite honest about it because you guys know anyway because you guys were there for me. Everything. Everything. So yeah, Everything. so I had a even the dick pics. <laughs> Thank you. <Paul. laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so I kind of had a relationship that broke down early on in the year, and um, I actually took it really bad. Like I was in a really, really bad place. So not only did I have the relationship that broke down, um, 
I also had an operation which kind of put me away from doing the things that I liked, made me feel quite vulnerable uh, and quite closed off. And the thing that, that it was for me was the relationship broke down and it made no sense. I have a very logical brain. I'm not an, a, really an emotional person. I'm very logical. And I had all these unanswered questions and they were playing over in my head and this, that and the other. And I just got myself into a very, very bad place. Um, and I was like that for, for a good a good couple of weeks, really. It was re like really low. And then I started to obviously talk to you guys. I was very lucky that I had both Bryn and, and Josh to talk to and... They were there for me, supported. They both got two very different styles of dealing with me. Man, the fuck up! Brittany's <laughs> very black and white. Am, we go for afternoon white. tea. Yeah, yeah. Brittany's very black and white. And I think Josh is a little bit more on, on my kind of wavelength. We kind of see things and we look at the bigger picture, whereas Brittany's very... And it's good to have, you know, and it, and it worked. It was good to have both. Like, I, I would talk to you both about the same subjects and I would get two totally different responses to it and then it's my decision as an adult to process that information and to use it as i saw fit and yeah. you both gave good advice and you're both there for me and you know you, you're great guys for doing that but ultimately i made that decision to take time away and focus on myself i was like i can't control what's gone on i can't resolve these issues because i had no contact with the person so i'm just going around in circles a yeah. uh, pointless exercise, getting myself stressed, sleepless nights, this, that, and the other, for, and I'm not getting anything out of it. So I needed to shelve it, to box it. Um, I organized, because I have a very logical brain in the way that my, my brain works, I did need to get kind of some answers, but I couldn't get them from the person. So I, I went to therapy. I was having therapy once a week to talk to them, uh, talk to my therapist, and they were helping me to resolve these issues and, and deal with them and be able to compartmentalize things in my own brain, which is how my brain works. Everything has to be filed away. There needs to be an answer. Put it in a box, put it away, move on to the next. And that worked really well. And I'm not ashamed to say that I went to therapy. I needed to talk to someone. Um, and, and I found a good therapist and we had lots of sessions together and I came away from it much stronger minded with a better understanding. I also focused on my own personal development. So I got back into the gym. I set myself a challenge. Um, I hired a new coach, I booked myself a photo shoot, I wanted to focus on my diet, my nutrition, to get my mind as well as my body back into a really good place. I started to do more things with my friend group, uh, which is like you guys, and obviously other friends, Brad and this, that and the other, we, we were going out, we were being more social. And I tried to put a massive positive on things, and one of the things that I did which was which I will, will continue to do, is that anything that was in my life at that time that was causing me negativity or not being a positive influence on my life or adding no value into my life, I just removed, just cut it out of my life. Whether it was a person, whether it was a business, whether it was even to the point on social media, if there was something on social media that was annoying me, I just got rid of it, didn't want to see it. I removed anything that was negative in my life. So I only surrounded myself with good people that were having a positive impact on me, that were fun to be around, that I enjoyed spending my time to, that were supportive of my goals and what I was achieving. And the, the people that were there for me when I wanted to talk, to pick up the phone or to, to go and have a coffee or whatever, or to come around to the house and everything. And that's the way that I moved forward. And it wasn't a, a short process. It was probably about five, 
five, six months that I worked on myself and, and came through it. But I came through, I think, a much stronger, stronger person than I was before, much more focused on myself and what I want and much more focused on what I want from a partner. The behaviors mm. we've discussed in a in a podcast, the behaviors that I want, characteristics that I want in a partner, what I will accept, what I won't accept, and I'm not prepared to compromise on that anymore. So if if the person that I choose to be with moving forward is ticking all my boxes, is a positive influence on me, um, is supportive of my dreams and my goals, is compatible with me, gets on with my friend group, you know, is able to be social with us, to be able to do the things that I like then I can move forward with that relationship. If they're not bringing anything to the table, they're not contributing positively to my life, they're not engaging in my friends and everything, then I'm going to not continue. Yeah. I'm not going to waste my time. I don't need to waste my time because there are lots of people out there who would be, you know, worth be, be worth my time, yeah. yeah. So that's how I dealt with it. I focused on myself, what I wanted, my own personal goals, got into the gym, surrounding myself with some really nice people, was able to talk about it, um, and that's how I got through. And I think if that's a, a very positive, we were talking about it, and you said yourself, I think that was a good way to deal yeah. with like a bad break. And it was it was a bad breakup. It was, to, to be honest, it was probably the worst breakup I've ever had. Um, I was felt really, really low, so low. I don't actually remember feeling that depressed before in my life. So to, to be able to deal with it and come out much stronger. And again, it's another one of the reasons why we decided to do the, the coaching and the podcast. Yeah, definitely. Being yeah. able to be able to speak to other people and talk to them, I think give them some kind of motivation. Your one point on that is normalize going to fucking therapy. Yeah. Like, I've just been, you know, I've just yeah, been yeah, therapy yeah, myself. Yeah, we spoke about it numerous times, yeah. And it's like, if you, you we've got a good friendship group. Yeah. You've got issues, we talk. yeah. yeah. Not everyone has that luxury. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. And even if you've got a good friendship group, it doesn't always mean that you can talk about certain topics with your friendship group. Mm. Like you may have guys that you just, they would just take the piss or whatever. But genuinely, if you have an issue as a man or a woman, whatever, and just go to therapy, you're investing in yourself. Yeah. You're not, you're not wasting money. Like if you go to therapy, I went to therapy, it was expensive, but I feel much better and I'm able to process things in a completely different way. Yeah. You, you talk to someone who's a professional in that field who understands and gives you a totally different way of thinking about a situation or emotions and tells you why you're feeling this way. And it literally like rewired my brain and I was like- I don't know oh. why people shy away from it. I mean, it is, it is an investment in yourself. Yeah. Like if you wanted yeah. to get more qualifications, yeah. You'd, you'd go to university, you'd pay yeah. to go and do a course. You want to learn how to drive, you'd pay. You know, yeah. anything, you want to get in shape, you pay a personal trainer. Mm. So why is it any different to go and pay a therapist? I, I, yeah, I think, I, I think the whole therapy thing is, um, the, the whole stigma around it is sort of like, all people have ever seen is it on TV, whether it be that someone's sat there in a nut house mm. and they're, they're seeing a, a, you know, a psychiatrist or... You know, you see somebody on a big leather chair, and they're talking about marriage counselling <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I just, I just think sometimes people have got this stigma because it's like, oh, not me, not me. I, I can't do that. And like I say, we're we're three guys here sat here talking it through, saying, well, we've been through similar stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, We've all been to therapy for one thing or another. You know, yeah. mine was sort of you know younger and not relationship based, but I can still attribute therapy to 
progressive. Um, I would definitely say now being able to talk, even, even if you don't go to therapy as such, oh, I don't need that, that's fine. But I would say definitely talking to people that you trust, whether it be mates, whether it be family, uh, brothers, sisters, anything like that. A lot of the time I've noticed that it unlocks that other part of your brain where, you know, consciously you're, you're thinking this, oh, my, you know, my marriage or my relationship's over, damn, I hate life. But when you actually start to speak to people, or I've spoke to you, or I've spoke to you, or I've spoke to even Tate over there, you know, I, I, I tend to, um, I'm saying stuff and I'm listening to it. I'm, I'm probably, I, I, and this is no offense, guys, but I'm probably not even listening to your responses. I'm literally listening to what I'm saying and going, is that what I actually think? Shit, that's what I think. Yeah. Because subconsciously it's in there. The answers are in there. I just need to get them out and understand them. So sitting in a dark room and going, oh, fuck me, my life is over. It's not going to help. Mm-hmm. You know, take a day, take two. But then you just need to get a grip of your shit, start to talk it through, listen to what people have got to say, even if, even if you value their opinions or not. And then just listen to what you're saying listen to what's coming out and go, fucking actually, I never looked at it that way. All a therapist will do is help you get that answer easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they just help you to dig deep and bring out that yeah. information. That's yeah. all of it, yeah. But I think I think, yeah. I think, we've touched on on a, on a lot of things there that it, it basically just, as long as you take the time and you invest in yourself once you've been in this, you know, potentially tra- tra- traumatic breakup, invest in yourself, take the time, you know, Use the people around you for for what they're there for, which is you know good people. Um, and then when you come to the end and you know you, you're ready to go into another relationship, you've grown. Mm. I think that's the biggest thing to take yeah. away from today. Hundred percent. Don't be it. yeah. Don't be afraid to talk. Definitely. If your friends are really your friends, they'll only want the best for you, regardless of of how much they take the mick out of your rib. You. If they're genuinely your friends, they will only want the best for you, they will listen to your problems 100%. and give you advice. The good thing about being a, an adult is you have the power to choose what you do with that advice. At the end of the day, only you can make that decision. Only you can make them positive first steps. Master of your destiny. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to talk to people. It's okay to reach out. It's okay to go to therapy. Some of the most successful business people I've ever met in the world go to therapy because they need to talk about the amount of stress mm-hmm. that they are under in their Regu- lives. Regularly. Yeah, every week. Regularly, yeah. Every week, every yeah. week. It's not a problem to do it. Obviously, you've got people like ourselves. You know, we set up the whole Alpha Elite program in the podcast to, to help people, to give you some positive, positivity out there. You know, if you feel that you can't talk to your your group of friends then reach out to one of us guys like send us an inbox drop Mm -hmm. us an email contact us through the website join the community um you know and just speak to someone there's no cost involved doesn't cost you anything you know i'm not bothered about making money you're not bothered about making money we want to want to put something out there that's positive we want to help people that's exactly what we're we're all about so yeah reach out as a man, it's okay to cry. <laughs> seriously. No, seriously, though. Yeah, it, is, yeah, yeah. it is okay to cry as a man. There's been enough nights that you've cried on my shoulder. I haven't cried on your shoulder. The only thing All right, I've... my hip then. The only my thing... hip. You've cried on my hip. Because <laughs> that's where you come up to. <laughs> the only thing I've done on your shoulder is put my penis yeah, on it. Yeah, your penis on it. Anyway. <laughs>
So yeah, I think that wraps this up. This yeah. uh, episode yeah. up. Thank you. For yeah. That. Thank you for your input, guys. Uh, again, just wanted to say a big thank you to my friend Lee for sponsoring the podcast with his Lucky Boy merch. Uh, go onto the website www.luckyboy.life if you want to buy one of these amazing hats. Um, yeah, thank you for tuning in, guys. If there's any subjects that you want to talk about, our inboxes are all really open. Um, comment on the posts, comment on the videos, send us an email, contact us through the website. We're here to produce the content that you guys want to listen to. So, yeah, thank you very much. Sweet.